Testling. Testlating. I think we're fine. Is that That's sound okay? Is it coming through? And uh, it's it's registering as bars on this, and I trust it to do its job properly. So, welcome to the Danny Trio Fan Podcast, Matt's favorite podcast about Danny Trio. There's some stiff conversation, to be fair, and we went. That's often. Matt's other podcast where he reviews gay pornography. <laughs> That's actually a good idea, though, to be fair. <laughs> Has anyone done that yet? I mean, gay pornography is going to be a rich genre to tap into. I know there's a podcast where they review the plots of porno. I don't remember what it's called. Look that up, you know, fine. But we're not going to review that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. My father's gay. Um, we're going to be reviewing, well, even reviewing, talking about Mavida Loca, 1993. Moise and Sad Girl are childhood best friends in a contemporary Los Angeles poor Hispanic neighborhood. But when Sad Girl becomes pregnant by Moise's boyfriend, a drug dealer named Ernesto, the two become bitter enemies. While their dispute escalates towards violence, the violence of the world around them soon also impacts their lives. I just like that one of the characters is called Sad Girl. Yes. <laughs> this has got vibes of that um, Blood in Blood Out, doesn't it? Yeah, and so, but, but then culture and that kind of took us by surprise by how good it was. So here's so, hoping this could be the same this, thing. I'm sort of thinking this might be good, but I'm thinking it might take me by surprise and be bad again. Well, that is the joy of the Danny Trejo <laughs> fan podcast. Mostly bad. <laughs> they have that see, one time. See, when people write mostly bad on reviews, they're talking about their content. They, uh, they, re-review, they, they like us. They like, let, let's, let's, uh, let's watch this thing, yeah? See, see what the damn deal is. Bachete, 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 bachete. Bachete, 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 bachete. So the ending song there, a woman's work is never done. It's never easy to keep your man satisfied. <laughs> what? That. What? What was the message there? What was the moral? So it wasn't anything about like. The, the power of female friendship or like overcoming the odds or breaking down the shackles of male oppressionism impressionism oppressions and like forming your own drug cartel it was it was literally about what what was that about Matt tell us um <laughs> very good question so so like are they going to do like a Marvel thing? Are they going to set up like a, a post credit sequence? Oh wow, rest oh. in pieces. Alright. Okay. Wow, that was so many strange choices. Was... And the thing is, it wasn't terrible. It was like, it seemed like the beginning bit of uh, Blood In, Blood Out sort of stretched out over an hour and a half movie. Yeah. We never really grow or learn anything. That's the... So let's address the main problem like how it's as the description tells us it's about like Mona and the sad girl uh, the but Mona was sad girl's name oh okay so who's the other one the mousy mousy the yeah mousy and the sad girl and they they mm. both fuck the same dude and have kids uh, so then it's like the, the like the description says like oh what happens next well you're gonna find out in the first 20 minutes because they get over it and the movie goes on and the guy that they're both madly in love with and the point where they're going to start killing each other, just, he just is not worth it at all. He looks like he's about seven, for one thing. There's a very common theme in this. There's a lot of the guys, all the men look like they're 
drastically, drastically underage. Um, he looks like he's about seven. He's like he's banging two women and being like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, you're my girl now." With both of them, while also bragging to a third woman he's fucking about how he lets white women suck him off, but he won't fuck him. <laughs> this is the guy. He's like, "Oh, he's our romantic lead." And before we get, before he can sort of redeem himself and become in any way likable, he gets shot and killed by one of his. Uh, because he's a drug dealer, uh, one of his uh, clients, who's a white woman, is like, ah, won't fuck me, will you? So he was not uh, much of a winner, was he? <laughs> what did that guy have going for him? First of all, another one, how old was he? Because they he... said when one of the girls was getting arrested, she was just like a, a minor, a minor yeah. Americans are weird with that stuff, like uh, a minor is anyone under the age of 21. So I think they're all like 18, 19 or something. But um, because what the younger one of the younger sisters is in college, so they'll yeah, be like okay. they'll be about that age, I would have guessed. But he look he do, a lot of the male characters look like they're about twelve. They're, it's really like creepy. <laughs> like the women look like grown women, and the men just look like children. They did, yeah. I, I thought that was like some kind of commentary about like how there was like because um there's something they say like three times like all the the once you turn twenty you're either in prison or you're dead. Yeah. So the only people left were just the kids and the girl gang. But the girl gang didn't seem to do much of anything. They seemed like they were, um. They spent the whole movie setting up their, their girl. Their, yeah. Seems like, I want to get away from calling them the girl gang. Well, setting I, up their gang. I looked up cartel. what the term of this this was for like a, a female me- Mexican uh, cartel. Uh, but the only thing I could find is like it's, cho- like, it's one of the many uses of the word cholo. Uh, but I don't think that's right. But interestingly enough, did you know the first uh, written use of the word Sholo was in Moby Dick? Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Is it just how we refer to a, a Spanish-American sailor? So it was racist as hell <laughs> back then. But, so the whole, the whole thing is about after we sort out the... Oh, well, yeah, well, the we don't sort anything out. So the the two girls are going to get into a, a fight about, you know, who who's in the right basically. And I don't think either of them are in the right. I yeah, and, no and when we're talking about right two there. girls getting into a fight, they're not having a, you know a, a a sexist tumble in a, a pool of gelatin or mud. They're they're going to murder each other. See, I thought it was going to be like a bat and bat and chain street fight type thing where they just like have a punch up and get over their issues and stuff, but. They were, they were both packing guns and one of them had their homies around to jump in if stuff had gone wrong. And I think like, you've both got kids. Why are you doing this high school shit? Just have a conversation. This is some other level business, but I think it's like these these areas where this like people live on this, like Echo Park, Baltimore, parts of here, parts of everywhere where it's like you're stuck in this arrested development because... You never go through any of like the life changing adult things of like having to get a job and take care of yourself and pay these and that because everything's just, you know, what are we doing today? Oh, we're uh, smoking weed and we're gonna get into a fight. I suppose. I mean, I guess they're not. They don't get a chance to do it. And as they keep saying this, they're either dead or in prison. Exactly. It's painted a good, like, an interesting picture of Echo Park. I understand. Understand it what it was about from watching this movie I get I get it but it wasn't exactly rough though was it 
they look quite nice. Like they're talking about how five hundred dollars is a lot of money, and mm. the houses look proper nice yeah. that they're in. And it's like okay, it's, it's uh, houses just really cheap over there. The guy's starting to be making some good money from selling drugs until he got killed by a white lady of all yeah. things. And with the bit where he says like, uh, "I don't fuck with white women," and it's like, it's probably the smartest thing he says. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get involved with white people. We're the worst. They are the worst. We are terrible. We're the worst kind of people. Um, but I like how every like uh, sad girl and Mousy are blaming each other for like um, Ernesto sleeping around on them when neither one of them is saying, "Hang on a minute, Ernesto's a bit of a dick, isn't he?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's just both simultaneously agree to dump him. We still we still have the fight, but we just just, just agree whoever wins, we don't go back to that jerk. There you go. Was this a movie about the the strength of female friendship, or was it not? Because they did make friends at the end, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was about that though. No, it wasn't. And they they talked a, a bit, talked a good game about it, like how um, you know, they they're um getting together and protecting their neighborhood and stuff. But we don't see any of it. Yes, they it's... talk about it a lot, but they don't. Uh... They they even say like how they want to go to the next borough over so they can meet some hot new dudes, so like they're all about getting out of there and, and finding some other people. This is this weird thing about uh, like idealization of this these these places you grow up in and like the hood, the borough, the estate. It's <laughs> like what the fuck is it you're protecting? What's so great about this place? Get the I fuck out. That's like tool of oppression they use and it? it's like you keep them in the keep uh, uh, black people and Mexican people and anyone that we don't like the Polish keep them keep people we don't like in their own boxes and don't let them out make them fight over these little scraps of land and stuff when they, they won't be focusing on the real problems which are the guys upstairs fucking things around the white people this is some deep shit man yeah <laughs> Let's talk about this movie instead of these race politics. Yeah, but it's, they do the same thing in the UK, but the UK, it's like poor people. It's like black, white, Asian, doesn't matter yeah, if you're poor. Yeah, we, we don't have enough... If uh, you have the wrong accent, get fucked, basically. We don't have enough diversity to separate by skin colour, so we do it by monetary possessions. And class. Class is a big class thing. Class is a big one. Yeah, um, there's a bit where there's Mona and Sad... And I keep on saying Mona and, Mona and Sad Girl, and Mousy and Sad Girl, like after the they're not fights start like they go to go to the park and like so you know we're friends again now and like um it's like I really want to go to McDonald's now Burger King's better it's like oh please have the feud come back over this have a fight over where you're having your dinner uh-huh. <laughs> you wanted to go to Burger King you're my enemy for life Mackie D's represent what what throw up a gang sign and then the the mate gets out of prison doesn't she <clears throat> yeah um her name was Giggles, and surprisingly for someone with a name like Giggles, she's not a barrel of laughs. Okay, on that subject, let's talk about gang names, because it comes up at the beginning, like, oh, she she had to be called Sad Girl because there was already someone else called something, and uh, you can't have two people having the same name. I won't mind going back over that bit again, because uh, that sort of would have become more relevant later on when we find out what that meant. It was yeah. like, there was already a sad girl, so she had to call herself sad girl. So okay, that okay. You're allowed weird. you're allowed to have you, you can, can have, have two people with the same name, but you can have someone else's name who's no longer in the the, the gang or is dead. Because they had the t- they had two characters called Sleepy, didn't they? There's yes, like and uh, big, big Sleepy and Little Sleepy. 
<laughs> so I was like, why do they call them big sleepies and take a lot of naps? So I was like, my... I was literally writing that joke down as he explained it. I was like, ah, oh, stop ruining all of my zingers, you bastards. You movie from the past. I, I don't really understand what the point of Big Sleepy was. And there, there was so much in that movie that I didn't understand what the point of the characters were. Well, how do you and it was pick... most of the dudes. Could have done without them. I mean, how do you pick your name, though? I mean, this is like showing all my whiteness but how do you like does the name just sort of get thrown at you or do you just like well I think she, she was sad more... girl because she was a bit gothy and she probably listened to Morrissey because that's apparently what happens um, and what was the other one didn't have one uh, and there was the, the girl who smoked a lot said she had a, a name because she smoked uh, Whisper because her uh, voice was fucked from the scene. her voice was, yeah. was like quiet and stuff who I, I don't know who was by far the worst actor in it. She just like no, she was bad. Every... But there was another one who was like not even a named character, but she was in that meeting scene and she was in another one like a larger lady. The, oh, they kept cutting to her and she was mumbling yeah. all the lines. See, <laughs> the thing about this is they've gone for well, not on purpose. They've done like the cinema verite thing of like let's use real people to really emote what these real things are happening to these real people, which can work really well. You know? But. You can't do that with that many actors at the same time because you run out of people to use, <laughs> and they, that's clearly what happened there. They got two good ones, and then the rest were me, and then some of them were like, "Ooh, yeah." Especially like the, again, the lads like, uh, yeah, the they big sleepy was probably the best one, and he wasn't that good. <laughs> and they're all all the fellas are like really soft. Like you're saying like the really soft spoken, gentle. People. A more cynical man than me would say that it's part of a, a female writer director thing is making like a. A soft-spoken male hero to to better demonstrate what it is these ladies see in them. Like they're not gun-toting savages. Like there is something to them. I like that the theory of that because um, comparing it to like a lot of like the gangster movies directed by men, they are all like everyone's got to fight for everything. Mm-hmm. This one was a lot more like about the the people. The only two times guns went off in the movie, well, three in the last scene, you didn't see the, the guns go off. You just heard them. There was that bit as well where Ernesto's like um, showing off his gun and gives it to Whisper, and Whisper like tries to fire it, and it's like, oh, it's just a, it doesn't it doesn't work. It's just a, he's all mouth and no trousers. Yeah. One would say. That's another interesting point. Look at us being all smart yeah, about the issue. Thought we would. <laughs> who would have thought? After so many movies, we'd finally make a good point. I mean, it was an interesting movie. You know, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It it, it was like okay. I think the thing is, I had too too higher expectation really because I was like, oh, this is going to be about those girls forming their own gang. It's going to be about like how they stay in power and how they have to fight for their right to feed their own kids. But none of that happened. They give. Um, but they talked like that was gonna happen. Yeah, though, they then. give little giggles uh, a fucking like a, a behind the back bitching off because she's gonna get herself a real job. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna get the computers. That's yeah. where the future is. In the nineties, that's yeah. really forward thinking, and you know, that's like some genius level <laughs> stuff. And they're like, computers, <laughs> that's never gonna catch on. Did we resolve any of that? Did, uh, did no, she goes right back to gang banging. But did she though? Who did she bang of the gang? Uh, she sets up the. The, the, she actually sets up the gang and is like the um, well, kind she, of a leader. She called a, a meeting there. Yeah, but that's my, my point though. And they, she sets up like the vote to, to say they, what they She do. got all the girls together to have a vote because the fella who died had a really nice car so they're gonna, they want to sell off the car so they can give the mother the mothers some money but they, they, the males don't want to do that because it's a really nice car. So she calls all the girls together but then none of their plans go into action though, do they? Because yeah. then the car becomes the... Oh, right, okay, so by the way, everyone, 
this is doing this fucking stupid multiple narrative thing, which is such a goddamn annoying trait that needs to stop. So it's telling the story from sad girl's perspective, then from Moana's perspective. I said that wrong on purpose. Don't judge me. And then it's telling it from like uh, Whisper's perspective, and then it goes to some dude driving around in a car's perspective. It's oh by the way, he's someone's going to be coming back in the fifth or sixth perspective it was too much of that he didn't need to make that movie you could have yeah. easily made that movie not that way I thought the narration the I have one narrator the Jesus very Christ. first bit where sad girls talking about Echo Park was quite interesting then yeah, it kind on. of after a while okay, I was like okay can you stop narrating it because show it, us some stuff now because yeah, there's a lot of uh, telling and not showing whose story is it if you've got six narrators yeah. Is it, oh, it's the story of the, the Echo Park but what fucking wasn't though because we only ever went to three locations yeah, it, was, it seemed to be wanting to be about the people without really spending much time with the people. No. And if it was just all different members of the gang and then it was about like a gang, then I could accept that. But that didn't really happen. They say at the end, like, <clears throat> now we start to take care of ourselves. Okay, but explain the mechanics yeah, of they that. Told, they told what us is what they, they, they didn't show us, did they? That's yeah. why... We start carrying kind of guns. Show, don't tell. Fucking For a reason. man. Um, so... Uh, We've had our serious discussion about politics and stuff now. Let's talk about the face poking. That was my favourite scene in the whole thing. Right, big sleepy and giggles are having sex and right afterwards he's like, oh, you can move. He's like a really like supposedly touching scene where he's like, um, oh, you, you and your daughter can live with me. I don't have much, but you can stay here. It's like, oh, that's quite nice. And as he's doing it, he's poking her in the face. <laughs> She it's enough. It's enough times. Like this is quite in, annoying. In big Sleepy's defense, which is something I never thought I'd say, she asks to suck his finger. And yeah. After that, he just starts poking it in her face. <laughs> it, it, it. If you move in with me, this will be great. We'll just do this all the time. Every day will be like this. I'll just poke you. You might end up with an eye infection. <laughs> For foreplay, I can hover my hand in front of your face, do some like holistic healing, <laughs> kick so you in the shin, and push you in the you. mud. I'm not touching you. <laughs> me, me, me. Weird. Some weird things. Uh, it was. Um, <laughs> I thought that was quite funny, but um, yeah, th- this truck that everyone's uh, desperate to have. It's just like a green little truck with a picture of a woman on on the yes, front and the top. It, it's it, it, a, it's a, a nice. Rider, I guess it's a nice, nice enough car, but I don't know if it's worth. All the trouble they go to for it. I don't know if it, it's um, it's definitely a show car. I think that people but who they, wanted to show it in the car show had the right idea. But they wouldn't be allowed to show it in the show car show because, as one of the ladies pointed out, it's uh, fucking white people, and you've got to be part of the gang. Oh uh, yeah, true. Got the metaphorical that. gang. You've got to be part of the elite. God, they ruin everything. Fucking white people. Like, ugh, there were so many story points that just did, did not resolve and that annoys me yeah they, it's, they set up a lot it, it seemed like the beginning of a good story and then it ended before we got to the payoff and stuff can we talk about the best part of the movie then uh, the guy from uh, Blood In Blood Out I forgot his character's name I need to yes. look up the actor because he's really fucking good and he's been in loads of stuff um, he's um, he plays like this ladies man he's a guy driving around in a nice car with uh, Selma Hayek and a bunch of other Shwing. very very attractive women and he's just like having a, having a laugh banging banging his way through the hood and every or everyone's pissed off with him because he's either broken their heart or has broken the heart of someone they're related to so everyone hates him and he's like decided oh, I'm going to take this truck now um, so people get together and d- decide to kill him um, because the truck went missing so they were like oh it must have been him let's go murder him 
But it was just some kid who took it. Yeah. It, it, it didn't set up some good stuff and didn't pay it off. <clears throat> but he's 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 having like this... He, when he was in prison, he was writing to Sad Girl's sister. Um, and they were like have the really like deep, intense relationship over over messages and stuff and as soon as he gets out he stops writing to her and starts banging his way through every woman in Neko Park kind of thing but there was he was and there he, at the beginning <clears throat> of the movie because he his, his fancy car was the one that was driving around is that stuff with the, the letters was flashback they said it was like four months and she'd been writing to him and not getting a response so that so not only that, fit, you, that fit in the time frame you've got multiple narrative multiple narrators but you've got multiple narrators in in Past sections and forward future sections as and well. The flashbacks, yeah. I hate that stuff, man. His name is Jess Jesse Borgo B O double R E G O. He's in Connor. Jesse Borgo. So we're gonna see him again. Yeah, he was in Connor. I want to. Good for him. Yeah, he was decent in that as well. It's like he's been in loads of really good stuff. But he's one of these actors that just sort of plays like bit parts plays them really well and you don't recognise his name he's just a smooth dude in a suit who gets laid all the time for some reason <laughs> and then gets shot yeah. <laughs> and, w- and what, a, what a run he had yeah I mean they, they show his funeral and there's like just you see like oh, his, his mum or whoever giving him flowers and his little brother giving him flowers and like a long parade of women just like showing up giving <laughs> him flowers one of them gives him <laughs> her underwear <laughs> It's like, okay, he had a short life, but what a even, fucking life. Even the priest is just leaning over the side of the fucking altar. Damn. That guy was a player. <laughs> that then, guy fucked. And it's not even like Ernesto who's just like rubbing it in everyone's face. He just like seemed to be having a good laugh and not really, <laughs> not taking it too seriously. He was a good dude. I wouldn't say he was the best part of it. He was the second best part. He probably part wasn't of it. a good dude, but I mean, he was the closest thing to a good the dude. The best part of it was at the 48 minute mark. Oh, yes. A man with a fantastic moustache shows up by the name of Danny Trejo's character. And this was probably one of my favourite Danny Trejo performances because yes. he's didn't show up just to be like a horrible Mexican stereotype. Nope. He wasn't a prisoner. Nope. He didn't get killed. He wasn't a, just nope. a wasn't random a nameless henchman. He had a name. The name was uh, Frank the Casual Dreamer. That's what his name was. <laughs> that's, that's what his name was. And <laughs> they called him the Casual Dreamer. Let's just dissect that for a second. What is a casual dreamer? It seems like a guy who dreams big but keeps it practical. One of these days, I'm gonna get out of here, and I'm gonna have a modest income. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a sensible two-door car. Yeah, that's right. Well, they call the millennial lottery. You know, like baby boomers generation. We're just all, ah, oh, we're gonna be millionaires. We're gonna be rich. And ours just, I'd like to have a nice place to live, but maybe I could have a dog. Dreamer. That'd be cool. One of these days, I'm gonna own some small property that I have a sensible investment in. Maybe get a washing machine. But um, but as much as I enjoyed this performance, I wasn't sure what it contributed to the whole story. It seemed like it was it was its own thing, which is a lot of stuff in this movie was its own. Yeah, yeah. it was it was like stuff. another. Oh, by the way, there's a uh, crackheads in Echo Park, which the dude was probably probably are. There's I mean, a lot, yeah. But he played it so well though, because yeah. uh, he it was someone who who uh, he knew giggles, giggles from back in when giggles they were, knew they were like. Because she's meant to be like an older person. They're both in the same like neighborhood and mm-hmm. they grew up together, kind of thing. And he's got kids and he's trying to support them, but you know. Well, you know, he's just trying to get really high, and his wife won't let him see his kids oh, okay. because he's trying to get really high. 
And he's telling her all this, and the giggles is just being sans, which I'm guessing that one of the other points of this movie is like, we're all from the park, so we're all family. So she's trying to help him off by giving him some money. And like he came over to her, not knowing who she was, just yeah. like just hitting up random strangers in the park, trying to get money for some hair on. And and then giggles offers him the money, says, like, you know, take it, I'll help you out. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Just the next time you see me, just have a stop and chat with me, treat me like a human being, because yeah. that's what I really need. Like fucking a. So this this goes back to the point at the very end, which is like they say, uh, we we all we all take each other, care of each other because it's a bad place and it's only getting worse. So this is how we're gonna make things better. Yeah, how- they said um, the line that they use like men use their weapons for violence mm-hmm. and to make a point. Women use their weapons for love. And it's like you can't use weapons in love making. That just sounds like a horrible way to get a yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> And blow some bits of you that you're never going to get back. It was almost annoyingly, self-servingly preachy the way it ended. And then it's like, well, what is it you are going to do? You know, because now you're, you're mothers who have to look after these children while also running a gang, you know, mm-hmm. running your drug cartels. And this is how kids get shot. This is what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. Just some yeah. random kid gets shot. Big Sleepy's daughter, apparently, who we've never met or seen. And it's very white. Very white and blonde, which is really weird. Not there's anything um, wrong with her. But though there is, because white people suck. She gets killed by the uh, all the partners of... The whole the, train, basically. The, uh, Jesse Borgia's character. Um, they just like drive up and it's like, Hey, you organised the hit on our the greatest man to ever live <laughs> die and they they fire one shot miss the guy they're trying to hit and just fucking take out big sleepy's daughter they think oh my god it's going to be like uh th- this gang of women from echo park against this gang of women from this other mm-hmm. hood and they're gonna have a huge fight and then the movie ends no, while no, playing no, happy ends. music yeah. happy music over the top after the little girl's funeral who's a character we've we've literally only seen no just ones. to die and like that ending and the fact the bit before they're saying like how we're going to take care of things until it's going to look better because we know what we're doing like no it's not it's only going to get worse <laughs> we know this now with the benefit of hindsight but Jesus what was who who thinks that this is the right answer is like <sighs> this is just a straight boring white person talking here but you know go get a computer job <laughs> I know there aren't, but it's going to be hard to find. But keep cracking at it, you know. Get get a GED, Jesus they do Christ. Have like a, th- a bit where she's filling her job application, and it's like, what was your previous job? Yeah. Oh, shit. What was your education? None. What? Wh- get a have GED. You been been uh, uh, have you ever committed a felony? So I was like, yeah, that's out. I I don't want to be. I mean, it's hard. Long, but... It's hard enough to get a job when you actually got loads of qualifications yeah. and stuff. If you've been a prisoner, it's like it's ten times harder. So. Your your only options are really to go back to crime or go on the street because there's not much not much else. They could have there. set up an Epsy store and, and sold quilts. In the nineties, <laughs> that horrible quilts in the nineties. I think I've hit all the points I want to make about this movie. It's lack of uh, Epsy stores. <laughs> there's a guy in it called I say guy. He's like nine. There's a guy called Shadow, and he's just is his whole. <laughs> Bumble fuck of a character. The only character with a cool sounding name, and he is just a massive, massive dullard. That is so fucking dull. Bro was like nine years old. Yeah, as well. he he could not have been a day over sixteen. He must have been fourteen realistically. Yeah, he should not have been in charge of anything. 
to the extent that he was. But he was, was. apparently the muscle in the <laughs> in the gang. That girl who was like shot and on a crutch could be better muscle than he was. Yeah, because she she like she was actually smarter than him. She was actually feeding him all the lines and telling him telling him what to say, and he was just saying it. And that was the that she was basically doing all the work, and he was getting the credit. And he's a dumb fucking idiot. But um. If you were gonna be in a in a Echo Park gang, what would your name be? What would the name of the gang be? Enjoyed the name after they beat the shit out of you, and they're like, you're in the gang oh, now. You've got to pick a name, name, but it can't be one that we've already <laughs> had. Um, reasonable dream name. No, that's been gone. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hey, maybe things are better than they could be, and maybe it's okay to spend some money on that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the big little reasonable dreamer. <laughs> little casual dreamer, little big casual dreamer, dream. and little casual dreamer. <laughs> That'd be the perfect place for like one of our southern dandy characters. <laughs> Exorbitant expenses, dreamer. Yeah. I mean, I'd go back to the mongoose. It's, 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 yeah, that is your gang name. There's my gang name. We've discussed this already. Probably mongoose and the inappropriate funds dreamer. Inappropriate funds to support his dreams, dreamer. <laughs> Oh, we'd take over. Uh, at least, if not a neighbourhood, at least a small park. Or maybe a bench in that uh, park. Maybe part of a bench. We could have a part of a bench. <laughs> Some people would be using it for picnics. We'd like, still have to move over. There's a time there's a kid's birthday party. We'd get chewed <laughs> up. You better stay away from the gazebo in the park after 5pm. Between 5 and 6pm. The mongoose <laughs> and the casual kind of dreamer hang out there. And they're real rough customers. <laughs> <laughs> we would just we would be the best so I couldn't really recommend that movie to anyone um, if, if it was okay it wasn't bad I mean some of the some of the actors were quite good if it had the runtime that Blood In Blood Out had it would have been a really good movie yeah but... they paid off some of the because the setup was really good it's just they didn't yeah. pay anybody off uh, trio movie it was uh, excellent trio performance up there with the top five trio performances so far yeah but it would he call it a trail movie? Because he didn't really impact mm, the plot no. in any way. But then who did in this movie? So, machetes? <clears throat> uh, let's give it one and a half. A generous one and a half machetes for a non-Danny Trio. Danny Can't wait to movie. see some of the three machete movies coming out. Which I hope will be uh, next Let's up. find out. It's no erotic thrillers, no erotic thrillers, <laughs> no erotic thrillers, no Someone sitting at home with his hand in his pants saying the exact opposite. No rape scenes, 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 no rape scenes. there's not someone sitting at home saying the exact opposite. <laughs> and that's a good thing I say about this movie. There's no sexual assault and I find that really refreshing. <laughs> Especially after some of the shit we've had to watch yeah, recently where it just seems to be looking for any excuse. Oh, fuck. It's a TV movie and he's listed as prisoner. <sighs> Sometimes you've got to fall before you can rise, Danny. And you will rise. 1201 it's called it's a, it's a comedy sci-fi thriller maybe okay, okay a man likes a whim, a man a man likes a woman at work he sees her get murdered okay he gets drunk and zapped at 1201 a.m next morning she's back and everything is exactly like the day before the time loops give him chances to save her life so 1993 okay. was was Groundhog Day around then? must have been because they just stole the idea of a yeah. Groundhog Day but this time oh he's trying God. to save someone's life that's Jeremy Piven and the guy who plays Red in 70 Show Runner oh okay 
Yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> this, could be, this could be quite interesting. Well, uh, join us next time and find out how interesting this is on the Danny Trejo Fan Podcast. Thank you, Danny Trejo. Oh, 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 oh.